Hello, good people, and welcome to day 24 of the Lockdown Diaries with me, Chris Carl, a daily podcast all about being in lockdown here on the Costa del Sol in Spain. It's day 25, I believe, of the lockdown here in Spain. We've still got around about two weeks to go. They might add some more on, but we're all being brave and positive and doing the right thing, I hope. And we'll see an end to this in the meantime. The idea of this podcast, just to bring you a bit of light relief, a few puns and a few ideas to while away the time. Some binge-watching suggestions, a drama game or two, and some tips and ideas. So let's get started. On this day in history, the 8th of April. Yes, today is the 8th of April, 2020. But what happened on this day in history? On this day in 1879, milk was sold for the first time in glass bottles. Must have been in plastic before that. In 1904, on this very day, the Entente Cordiale was signed between Britain and France where they decided to cease hostilities regarding some stuff in the Pacific and Morocco and other stuff. The Entente Cordiale, I I imagine they probably had an argument about what they'd call it in French or in English, but it is the Entente Cordiale. And in 1983, on this very day, in front of a live audience of a massive 20 tourists, and when I say tourists, I probably mean stooges, David Copperfield made the Statue of Liberty disappear. Now, I'm doing air quotes around disappear you can't see it but there you have it 20 alleged tourists saw him make it disappear what a magical day for them today's birthdays include born in 563 Guatamo Buddha today is officially generally uh, recognized as the birthday of the founder of Buddhism and his birthday is celebrated generally on the 8th of April and sometimes the 8th of May and in 1963 Julian Lennon was born singer of such hits as too late for goodbye in fact, that was the hit. And also son of John Lennon. He was born on this day in 1963 in Liverpool in England. Actress Patricia Arquette of Boyhood and that brilliant film True Romance was born in New York City, New York in 1968. And in 1999, not so long ago really, Isaac Hempstead Wright, uh-huh, Isaac Hempstead Wright, who is an English actor, uh, was born in Surrey, of course he was, in England. He you might know as Bran in Game of Thrones. So what's been happening with me sat here in my little bedsit on the Costa del Sol in lockdown? Well, this is a true story. It happened just before I started to record today's show. Made myself a cup of tea and thought, just not sweet enough. And I've got no sugar, so I decided to put some honey in it. And I did. But it turned out it was, in fact, English mustard. It looked like honey. And I thought, well, that's a bit silly, until I realised it was very silly, as I haven't bought any honey for about eight years. On the show yesterday and the day before, I talked about unusual and interesting hobbies. I've decided, once it's lockdown is over, I am going to take up a new hobby, mountaineering. I'm going to be an alpinist. Yes, I'm going to take up mountaineering. After all, I'm already climbing the walls here. So, following on from yesterday's hobbies and uh, interests and job applications and what people put down as their hobbies, I thought I'd look at some unusual, interesting and weird jobs and job titles. These are real jobs. Fire distinguisher, not extinguisher, distinguisher. Somebody who distinguishes fires, as in, look, there's a fire over there. Yes, Indeed it is. You are correct. That is a fire. And what about that? No, that's not a fire. That's a banana. That is a job. Uh, You can also be a firefighter. True story. A firefighter in the Arctic. As in, there's a fire there. No, there's not. There's also jobs uh, as a star salesperson. You know, those people that sell uh, stars you can name yourself after on the internet. What about naming the colours for nail polish? (laughs) Yes, nail polishes have names. And men's shirts, they have silly names. That is a job, making up names for those. Another strange job title is pick 
makeup artist. Uh, now, I thought that meant, you know, picking things up, uh, which reminded me of going for a job as, as a street cleaner. And I said, will there be any training? And they said, no, you'll pick it up as you go along. However, a pick, sorry about that, a pickup artist trains men generally, of course, how to pick up and meet women, dear oh dear. And finally, for today at least, the final strange job and job title is chick sexer. It's not what you think, Carlos. It's somebody who determines the sex of chickens. They don't decide, they just determine. We'll have more silly and strange and wonderful jobs for tomorrow, but I think it's time to move on and have a look at one of Chris's coincidences, strange strange tales from history. And today's story involves a lady, involves a woman called Violet Jessup. She was nicknamed Miss Unsinkable, and for a very good reason. She managed to survive three very famous disasters. She was a stewardess working on board the RMS Olympic when it crashed into the HMS Hawk in 1911. A year later, she escaped the very famous Titanic sinking. RMS Titanic, of course, sunk in 1912. She survived that. And then... Four years later, in 1916, she survived the sinking of the HMHS Britannic. And I think the moral of the story there is don't get on a ship with Violet Jessup, and if you have to, sit next to her. All righty then, it is time for my drama game for today. Every day I give a little idea, something to get the old creative juices working for you and the children. Today's is a little bit different. It's not an improvised sketch or anything like that. This takes a little bit of work, and it's all about monologues. And what you have to do is explain to the children, if you have children in the house, what a monologue is. Now, of course, the most famous monologue, I suppose, in theatrical history is Hamlet. And to be or not to be, what kind of a question is that? So you all know it. A monologue is somebody either thinking out loud or giving a speech or talking for a rather long time. Monologue. One person speaking. So you explain that. You get them to find a monologue. If you want any suggestions, you can ask me. Send me a private message. Or you can just do a search on the interwebs. Just search for monologues for kids. And depending on the age, you select the length. It could be It can be as much as half a page or as little as four or five lines. But what they've got to do is go away and learn it. A little bit of quiet time for you, the parents, the carers. A little bit of quiet time, possibly. They've got to go away and learn it. They've got to decide who the character is. They need to do a little bit of a backstory, who the character is, why they're saying what they're saying, and how they would say it. Perhaps who they're saying it to. And that will help them to get the old emotion out and the feeling and the sense and understanding of what they're saying. Once they've done all that, they've learned it, they've decided who the character is, how they would speak, who they're speaking to, who they are, why they're saying it, all that kind of thing. Then it's time for a bit of fun. They've got to find a costume or some props that they can use when delivering the monologue and finally they perform in front of the rest of the family or the rest of the crew in lockdown and then in the future they may be able to use that monologue at school what I learned in lockdown that kind of thing so today's task go away find a monologue be that person perform it in costume there you are that's today's drama game for today let's move on and uh, have a little look at my binge watching suggestion for today it's a little bit different I've gone off on a bit of a tangent from my usual recommendations this one is called Stella and it is a comedy drama it's a British comedy drama it's a bit different from most of the dark slick stuff I suggest it's a family drama it's, it's set in a fictional village of Pontyberry in South Wales in the valleys it's all about Stella who's a 40 something single mum who does the ironing and cleaning for the locals she's a pretty happy go lucky person but her life is full of ups and downs and twists and turns it's a comedy soap opera I suppose think Dallas without the money the glamour and uh, you still won't get it it kind of has a soap opera feel to it there's six series started way back in 2012. As I say, it stars Ruth Jones as the eponymous Stella. And of course, you'll remember Ruth Jones as co-writer and star of Gavin and Stacey. She was Vanessa, of course. Uh, and this is produced by her production company, Tidy Productions. So there we have Stella with her best friend, a functioning a functioning alcoholic funeral director, her middle-aged hu- 
ex-husband who's dating a 28-year-old, the local lollipop man who's also, who's also a youth rugby coach, and a lot of other people as well. It's uh, full of uh, guest stars, and it is full of twists and turns, and love and failure, divorce and marriage, theft and kindness. It's a veritable comedy soap opera, and uh, it's not certainly not in the uh, normal genre or style of stuff I've recommended before. I promise you, you will cry. You will. I did. The next-door neighbours keep a horse at home. Of course they do. If there are some very strange characters. There is a, a character called Daddy in it, uh, who never seems to be able to speak any language at all. He doesn't speak Welsh. He doesn't speak English. Nobody understands what he speaks. It does sound like a sort of mixture, but nobody understands what he's saying. But he does speak Welsh and Punjabi. So there are some very, very colourful characters in it. It is very, very funny. It is also very emotional. There are, as I say, six series, 58 episodes. And each episode is from a, an hour to an hour and a half. As I always say, plenty to go on. Stella, starring the brilliant Ruth Jones. You won't recognise her in this role at all, I promise you. As she also wrote it. So that's my rather unorthodox and unusual for me binge-watching recommendation for day of a comedy drama with a, with a hint of soap opera to it. That's Stella, your binge-watching recommendation for the day. So yes, it is time for The Punisher. Carlos White, my friend and lover of all things pun. And for the last week, he's been running a competition on the Lockdown Diaries Facebook page, Challenge the Punisher. Everybody had to put a word in and he had a minute to come up with an answer, a pun that related to or included that word. He was finally beaten last night. Yes, he got beaten. Actually, his own mother, Lorraine White. Well done, Lorraine, you did it, has beaten the Punisher. Yes, indeed, well done to Lorraine White. Hiya, you beat the Punisher. And uh, interestingly enough, the word that beat him was a slipper. So Carlos White's mother beat him with a slipper and probably not for the first time. Well done to her. That concludes that, but we still have a pun every day from Carlos White. His pun today is as follows. He says he was in an airport and he went up to this woman and said... And she said, no, sir, this is the check-in desk. I can't, can't believe you made me do that, Carlos. That's Carlos White's pun for today. And he'll be back with more of that tomorrow. However, before I go, I'd just like to say a big thank you to all the Facebook pages who share this. Uh, it makes it a joy to do. Hundreds and hundreds of people listening in thousands and thousands now over the last two or three weeks. It's a joy to do. It's very humbling. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for liking. Thank you for all your positive comments and uh, suggestions of tips and things we can do to keep going and staying positive during this lockdown. You can find the Lockdown Diaries just by searching for just that, the Lockdown Diaries. Lockdown is all one word. You'll be able to find all the back issues, the back episodes, the previous episodes of this podcast online on the interflicky webby dongly thing uh, or just by going to the Facebook page, the Lockdown Diaries. Send me a message, I'll answer you. Uh, we can have a little chat here in lockdown. You can join all my Twitter friends, and I say friends now, it is plural, and my followers on Twitter, also the Lockdown Diaries. Please remember to stay safe. It's coming up to holiday time. It's East Easter this weekend here in Spain. That doesn't give anybody a reason to go out. We're still being strict and doing the right thing and beating this virus across the world. Well done, everybody. Keep going. Stay strong. Stay positive. And stay indoors. Quedete en casa, as they say here in Spain. I'll be back tomorrow with more Lockdown Diaries. This podcast is available every day. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Chris Carl, and I'll speak to you tomorrow. And so, goodbye.